Badger fans, we're doing a Badger pregame on a Tuesday, Trajan. But that's because we got one more chance at least to do a Badger pregame. Because, hey, we knew you didn't want to wait till next year to hear from us about a Badger analysis. So, Badgers got into the NIT. Trajan? There's a lot of good teams in the NIT this year, surprisingly. And North Carolina denied an invitation to go to the NIT. You got Michigan's in there. Rutgers got snubbed out of the NCAA tournament. They're in there, too. You have Villanova's in there. I mean, Villanova's playing Liberty right below you. If you beat uh, Bradley, and you could end up playing Villanova, and that's a huge matchup. You got uh, just big teams that are actually in the NIT this year. And you look at a lot of the teams in the past years who have gone through the NIT, and look where they are now. Virginia was in the NIT just a few years ago. Texas was in there in like 2019. And look at Texas now. They're a second-ranked team in one of the, uh, I think, are they in the South region? Wherever all the Texas teams are, they got put in there. And you just look at that, and that's that should give, you know, as Badger fans, you shouldn't look at this as not in the tournament, as this is a crap team, blah, blah, blah. They got an opportunity to grow as a team, and this is an opportunity to take before next year where you just go against each other all summer. Now you get to play against other teams. The NIT Championship, still, it's still something. It still proves something, but you got to go out there and win it now. Yeah, so the Badgers are starting out this tournament with home court advantage against Bradley Trajan. What do the Badgers need to focus in on to win this game? Sadly, it's on a Tuesday, so we can't go and watch. 8.30 tip at the Kohl Center. Are you kidding me? It's going to get done past my bedtime. Either way, the Badgers, they got to focus on just controlling what Bradley does best, and that is their perimeter. They They're very good. Uh, perimeter shooters. There's they have a ton of guys who average thirty over thirty percent from three. Uh, they're big three point shooters. Zeke Montgomery. He averages he's about forty four percent from downtown. They're not an uh, overly great free throw shooting team. The Badgers aren't either. But if you get in a free throw show, uh, free throw battle against this team, I feel like the Badgers could come out top on that aspect. They're not a huge team, so a, a big key to this game will be how aggressive is Stephen Crowell? Because you look at the record of Wisconsin when Stephen Crowell averages in double digits versus when he doesn't, they have 23 wins to eight losses when Stephen Crowell averages in double digits. When he doesn't, they lose. Simple as that. Stephen Crowell did not play great against Ohio State. He wasn't aggressive. He got beat up in the post, and look what happened. If Stephen Crowell's aggressive in that game, he plays most of that game. But you watched how much guards sat him in that Ohio State game, and that led to Gilmore getting a lot of minutes there, but Gilmore was the aggressor. And that's where in this game, you their tallest guy is 7-1. He doesn't play. He's their guy from Serbia, doesn't play. He's a freshman. Rank Mast is their leading scorer. He's one of their forwards. He averages about 13 points a game. He's 6'9". He's Tyler Wall's size. You have to use your height advantage this game. Tyler Wall's even going to have an advantage because he – Gets a lot of the big matchups. Look against Purdue, he had Zach Eady on him the entire time. He draws the big matchup. Wall and Crowell need to have big games in this game, and that'll be huge for Wisconsin. That'll get your shooters open. That'll allow it all to flow. It's at the Cole Center. I would love to say it's going to be a rocking crowd, but looking at people right now, they're depressed that Wisconsin's even in the NIT. They shouldn't be in the NIT. They should just fire Greg Gard, blah, 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 blah. It should be a home game, but it might not feel like a home game. But you just hope that... The big guys show their impact in this game, and that'll move Wisconsin past Bradley easy. Yeah, I think the big thing here that's going to help them is when you talk about how they have a bunch of outside shooters and they're going to shoot a lot from the three. That's kind of what Wisconsin's been aiming at in a lot of their games between Connor, Chucky, and Max. So they're going to know how to defend it. I mean, they're essentially defending themselves. They're essentially playing themselves 
when they're playing Bradley. But I agree with you that Tyler Wall and Stephen Crawl are definitely going to have to step up, be those big guys in the paint. I mean, let's look at Minnesota. They completely ran the paint against Minnesota, and they scored over half the points in the paint. So we're going to have to see that again from Wisconsin. I think if you if they play how they played against Minnesota, this is going to be an easy win for them. Yeah, and and that's that's going to be a huge thing is you had the height advantage of that game. You knew it and you used it. But that was where Crowell was the aggressor. He went out and he made it known, I'm the guy in the paint. So did Tyler Wall. Tyler Wall showed them, this is my paint. That's what they did right away. I mean, you look at Stephen Crowell's going to have about a four-inch height difference between him and everybody else on that uh, Bradley team. Who's going to be able to guard him? There's going to be a lot of double teams. If they want, if Crowell gets on a roll, there's going to be uh, a lot of double teams down there in the post, and that's going to lead to a lot of open shooters, and that I think will help them. The problem is, you know, like I said, is is Wisconsin's crowd going to actually be there? You know, is it going to be a sparse crowd for this game? You're selling tickets cheap. They're 25 bucks a ticket, you know, but is it going to be a really tiny crowd for this game? Because is it really going to feel like a home game? I don't know. Wisconsin, they play a lot off of energy that they receive from the crowd. You see that with Asian. You see that with Klesman. You know, they're guys that play with a lot of energy. And you hope if, if it's a smaller crowd, they got to be able to create their own energy. And that's going to come from the players to kind of create that themselves and kind of get themselves fired up and get it going. I think a huge part, if it, it's going to come down to if Crowell can score in the post, if he's the aggressor, they're going to start doubling. You got to have your shooters got to be able to knock down shots. If you can hit from every level of the court, this, Brad, this game is going to become a blowout fast. Because this Bradley team has not – they haven't played teams like Wisconsin has, and Wisconsin has played close all season long. Wisconsin has been missing that one shot. If they can score from all three levels in this game, Bradley is nothing compared to what Wisconsin has seen all season. They are nothing compared to Purdue. They are nothing compared to Illinois, Indiana. The big the big rig is in the Big Ten. I mean, Bradley is – Wisconsin is the worst enemy of Bradley right now because Wisconsin is going to try and slow the game down, and they're going to slow it down to the point where Bradley's going to be uncomfortable because in this game with their limited size, they're going to want to get out and run. They're going to want to get ahead of Wisconsin by being fast, and that's where Wisconsin's slowing it down and packing it in. That's going to really limit to what Bradley can do, and that's going to be a huge aspect in this game. Yeah, I agree. So let's talk predictions. Let's go first. What do you think the score is going to be? Just score. I think Wisconsin kind of being snubbed out. They weren't really snubbed out of the NCAA tournament, but they knew how much they had the potential. Just just the being pissed off from we could have had this NCAA tournament bid if we would have just held on versus Kansas, beat Purdue, beat Michigan without that Hunter Dickinson shot. Just the, the anger that they're going to have coming off of that, knowing how close they were even with those 14 losses, is just going to put – put a little fire into them that they're going to come out in this NIT and they're going to say, okay, now we go and run this. We want to show them. We want to show Badger fans. Hey, we aren't, you know, you guys try to tell us we suck. We're not, we don't, we, we have a good team. We just haven't been able to put it together. I think that's going to fuel the fire in this game. They're going to draw people to the Cole center later on in this tournament. And that's where I think this game is going to be. It's going to be a Wisconsin going away. I would say 75 to 62, I think Wisconsin is just going to, I mean, they're just going to pull away. I think Bradley will keep it close as they can. I think the 75 is going to be because Wisconsin is a, a struggling free throw shooting team. So Bradley's going to put them to the line a lot. Wisconsin's going to, you know, miss theirs. But I think they're going to win it going away. It's going to be a big game for Wisconsin. I think they'll, yeah. 
They're going to win it. They're going to win it easy. It's going to be tough in the first half, but they'll win it going away in the second. I could see more of like a 68-53 game. Wisconsin does really well at holding other teams to a lower score when they don't necessarily score a lot. I mean, you look at like the Purdue game. They held a team that normally scores 70 points on average to to around 50 points. They do a really good job of that. And I think if they're not hitting their strides early on in that first half, they're going to go into the first half with a lower scoring game, and then they're going to come out in the second half, like you said, and they're just going to dominate, and that's where they're going to get a lot of their points from. So who's going to be your MVP of this game? Who's going to stand out and really shine? Connor Sejan, Chucky Hepburn, and Stephen Crowell. Why? I said I am going to go all three. I know you said one. I'm going to go all three. Why? Because those three have the most to prove after the Ohio State game. If you watched from the 11-minute mark to about the two-minute mark in that second half, who did you not see on the floor? Chucky Hepburn, Connor Sejan, and Stephen Crowell. Why? Because of their effort. Their effort was not there. You were getting more effort out of Jordan Davis, Gilmore, and Kamari McGee. And that is why guard left them in there, and that's why Wisconsin made that comeback. I think those three have the most to prove. I think out of those three, Connor Sejan and Stephen Crowell are going to be the big X factors in this game. But I think Chucky is going to come into this and say, I'm really not as bad as what people are trying to say, what experts are trying to say, and this and that. And those three are going to put up big numbers. That is what Wisconsin has been missing is multiple double-digit scores in a game. And I think in this game, Chucky, Sejan, and Crowell are going to all go for double figures. I would not be surprised if they score in, in individually 13-plus each. That would not surprise me at all with these three. They're coming in pissed off. Connor Asesian, he plays good at home. I would not be surprised if he goes off for a lot. And I think this is going to be a huge game for them, those three. All right, so pick one. Pick your number one. Pick number one. Of those three, pick who? I think out of those three, the leading scorer out of those three will be Stephen Crowell down there in the post. I think after hearing Guard talk about being the aggressor, he wants him to be more aggressive. I think that's going to kind of fuel him. I think Guard's really going to put it on him in practice. We've seen Guard put it on these guys in practice. Like after the free throw thing, he had Wall and Crowell always start their free throw line to run sprints. He's going to put that exact same thing on Stephen Crowell. You're aggressive or here's the bench. Simple as that. And I think that's going to force Stephen Crowell. I got to be aggressive down here. And with the smaller matchups, Crowell's your guy. You got to go into Crowell. You got to run the offense through Crowell. I think that Tyler Wall is going to come back out and be the Tyler Wall that we saw early on in the season. I mean, like we talked about before, he's finally getting back to himself after the ankle injury. And, I mean, he has a lot to prove. He's the only senior on this Wisconsin team. And he doesn't know what his future is next year. He could come back. He could come back as a Badger. He could come back for another year. But will he? He's so uncertain right now. And I think he's going to want to go out in this game and he's going to want to play his best. He's going to want to get him to another game. So I think Tyler Wall is going to come out. He's going to be the big man that's going to really shine in this game. Who is, I was going to say, who's your bench MVP? Bench MVP, I think it's tough because I would like to say Gilmore. I'd like to say Gilmore just because he's how aggressive he is but I don't think he's going to ring it up a lot. He's not going to score you a lot of points. In this game, he might, with the advantage that the bigs of Wisconsin are going to have, just aggressive-wise. Bradley has not played anybody like Wisconsin simply because the Big Ten is just different when it comes to big guys. You don't you face the Zach Gedes and the Trace Jackson Davises, and you're like, this is a different breed of big men. And 
that's where I think he's going to be huge in aggressive standpoint. But I think a huge bench player, I think the uh, emergence of Isaac Lindsley is going to be seen throughout this NIT tournament. And that's where I think Isaac Lindsley is going to kind of come into a role. He's almost like a, like a Brad Davidson where he's, he's, he's all over the place. Him and Klesman are almost the same. He's all over the place. He's a good defender. He can ring it up from downtown, and he can get to the rim. We haven't seen Isaac Lindsley really try to drive it yet, but I think he's he's hesitant yet. He doesn't want to do too much. He doesn't want to turn the ball over because you've seen how limited his playing time is. If he turns it over, it's going to get even more limited. He tries to play more passive with it. I would love to see if Gard just lets them run, you know, if Ilver is getting there, just let him go. Let him if they get a big lead. I want to see Overs. I want to see Hodges. I want to see Lindsley. Let these guys get in this game against Bradley. If you're up by 20, let them play. And if the game, if all of a sudden the game starts to turn, okay, now my starters go back in. Now we try to control this. But let those guys get in there. I think Lindsley could be a huge part of this tournament if you let him get the minutes. Yeah, I agree. That would be the one that I was gonna say is Isaac Lindsay. I mean, he's played really well the past couple games. I mean, the past four games, he's done his job. He's gone in, but like you said, he's just not getting enough time. And honestly, I think he's starting to creep in front of Jordan Davis. I mean, let's look at the Minnesota game. Jordan Davis didn't play the second half compared to Isaac Lindsay. And he just did a really good job. He went in, he was sound. And I think if you continue to play him, he's just going to keep gaining that confidence. Like you said, he can play like Max Klesman. He can develop like Brad. So he'll be one to watch in this NIT tournament, especially as they keep going on and getting deeper in the tournament. Well, and Jordan Davis is kind of like uh, Aleem Ford. Remember Aleem Ford? He was always, you knew within his first three shots of the game, if he was on, he was on. If he is off, oh dear Lord, please pull him out because he's going to keep firing it up and he will miss every time. You watch that with Jordan Davis, same guy. If he hits the first one, like against Penn State, he went for uh, 15, 19 points. If he hits the first one, he will roll the game. But if he misses that first one and it's wide to the right, you might as well sit his ass right next to you on the bench because that is where he needs to stay. And that's what I think he noticed in that Minnesota game is he saw, you know, Isaac Lindsley's helping me. Jordan Davis is not on. I need to work with the guy that's working for me. That's where somehow guard actually, he coached a good game that one because he saw, you know, what was working, what wasn't working. He made it work. I thought I loved against Ohio State what guard did where he benched Chucky, Asijan, and Crowell, and he went with those other guys because he saw what was getting them back in the game, and he left it. He didn't touch it. He didn't put his offense back in too soon. He left it run. But that was the problem is that your your best defenders that way, that day were not your best offensive guys. You know what I'm saying? And that's that really sucked. And that that's Chucky and Asijan and Crowell, your big offensive guys, McGee, Jordan Davis, and Gilmore are not. And that's where you need Chucky and Asijan and Crowell to be both. Your starters need to be both. They can't be benched for 12 minutes while you're trying to make a comeback. Yeah, it's hard because we – sit here and we talk about the starting five from Wisconsin every week. And that's because they're the only ones that really play and like prove themselves and they're showing it. But then for us, it's so hard because we see these bench guys and we want to see them just really do a great job. I mean, Kamari McGee, he can go in and he can give you such valuable minutes. And honestly, if you kept playing him, I think he's such a good backup for Chucky. He does essentially the same things Chucky does. He just doesn't shoot as much as Chucky. And, I mean, he doesn't make those big shots like Chucky does. But he 
he can steal the ball. He gets steals just like Chucky. He pressures the ball just like Chucky. And he can bring the ball up on his own. And he does a really good job with that. You look at Isaac Lindsay. He's a good alternate for Max Klesman. He defends like Max. He can make shots if you need him to. He's not going to be your big scorer. He's not your center of attention guy. But he's still going to give you valuable minutes. He's your Brad Davison. He's your Brad Davison or Max Klesman of the team. He's not your all-around best guy. He's your complimentary player. Yep. And then, like, you look at Carter Gilmore. Honestly, if they keep developing Carter Gilmore, Carter could be a lot like Tyler Wall. I mean, you see it. Just shoot it. Yeah, you see Just shoot it. I mean, (laughs) that's the thing. Like, you see it in him defensively. You see the heart in him, and he plays like Tyler Wall. He's going to give you such a good stand when you're on defense. But we're like, Carter, just shoot. Come on, Carter. Like, you can shoot. You can shoot inside. Don't think him and Wall. Wall's got the smoothest stroke from downtown. Just he hesitates so much. Like you said, you really want to see Chris Hodges. Chris Hodges could eventually be your Stephen Crowell of the group. I mean, we got to put some weight on him. That's always Wisconsin's big man problem is they come in at 200 pounds, seven foot, and they get pushed around. But you get... Well, Hodges has got some weight on him. I know. I know, but you know what I mean. Like, they just need to develop that way. Like, they don't need to develop their skill. They just need to develop size-wise. And then, I mean, the only person, honestly, that you kind of don't have a replacement for right now is technically Connor Asijan just because of his shooting. You have other guys that can shoot, but you don't have that guy on the bench. I mean, who knows what they're going to get coming in next year, who they're going to get from the transfer portal, who they're going to get – um, when it, with who they signed, I mean, you don't know until they actually play and they start playing with the Badgers, but yeah, they have the bench to go far. And honestly, like the biggest thing when we were talking about Jordan Davis, he just disappoints me game after game. I mean, he's not necessarily hurting you because he can, he can play, he can give you like some good runs. He gives you minutes. That's the thing. He gives you minutes like Gilmore. He plays with heart. I cannot knock how much heart he plays with every single night. He plays for a starting job. Yeah. I mean, my big thing with him, though, is like, okay, so he's going to give you – he gives you like two really good minutes, right? But then the other eight minutes he plays, you're watching him and you're like, oh, my God, please take him back out, sit his ass on the bench, stop giving him the ball, like anything else. That's my that's my biggest issue with Jordan Davis is he's a freaking roller coaster when it comes to him playing. You get your big highs. His shot is his shot is a roller coaster. Everything about him, everything about him is a roller coaster. It's like you're watching Ethan Hap shoot free throws because every time you watch Ethan Hap shoot a free throw, it changed. He would make it shooting simple as all day, and then the next one he has some weird hitch in his shot, and it's like, dude. Why did you not just reciprocate what you just did in your next I know. shot? Same thing with Jordan Davis. Yeah, he he's a roller coaster to watch. And honestly, I I hate to hate against any Badger because, you know, I love the Badgers. I want to love every single player that they have. But Jordan Davis makes me cringe. As soon as he comes in for that first couple minutes, I cringe because I'm like, what Jordan Davis are we getting today? I love him as a person. I love him. I love his heart. I love his heart that he plays with. I love his hustle. If he did not shoot, I would be just okay. It was like when Trev Anderson came into the game a couple years ago playing point guard. And I was like, please, for the love of Pete, do not shoot the basketball. You dribble like a hummingbird flaps its wings (laughs) a million miles per hour like you're trying to put a jackhammer through the wood floor. 
that is what my only problem was with Trevor Anderson, and the same with Jordan Davis. Just don't shoot. Trevor Anderson, I would talk crap about him in a can of three. Maybe I need to start talking crap about Jordan Davis and he'd go for 30. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, Trevor Anderson was – he was hard to watch. We loved him, but then again, hard to watch. So, Trajan, what are your thoughts <laughs> – what are your thoughts on the NIT? I think this is a huge opportunity for Wisconsin. Um, this is a tournament where you didn't make the big dance, but this is a tournament where if you can – there's good teams in this tournament. You know, you're – you're going up against teams who are also recruiting and getting guys in the transfer portal against you. Rutgers, Michigan, Villanova, these teams, you take you you go on this run. If you can get to the NIT championship, if you win the NIT championship, you prove to guys, "Hey, we're not terrible. We beat these good we beat Rutgers is not a bad team." You know, and that's where uh like Florida not a bad team. These teams in this NIT aren't bad teams. And that's where if you put that run in this NIT tournament, you get to the championship you do your business, you take care of them out there in Vegas. That's where you show these prospects and you show these uh, guys in the transfer portal, hey, maybe we're only a piece away. You know, we beat these guys, we beat these decent teams, the Rutgers and everybody else, we beat these decent teams, but hey, we're just one guy away from beating this, you know, Purdue team. We're one guy away from beating this Indiana team. And that's where this NIT will be huge a huge stepping stone. I think a lot for the Wisconsin team too, to just get it all together. They were missing playing as a team. I think that's what it was is they were missing playing as a team all season. They didn't have a collective effort every game. They had one guy score 19, everybody else scored six. You know, you need to put a collective effort forward and that's how you win these big games. That's what these other teams do. You know, you have one guy score 24, but you have a guy score 18. You have a guy score 12. They're, they're together in it. You know, it's not just one guy doing the scoring and that's where in this game you have to, uh, really come together as a team and just put it together, show these recruits, show these guys in transfer portal, hey, we're a team. We're legit. We can come back next year and do it just like Texas in 2019 did, just like Virginia did. These teams put it back together a year later, and that's where the Badgers can do the same thing, grow from this, come into next year, we're rolling. Yeah, I agree. I think the big thing that the Badgers need to do in this tournament is use their bench better. I mean, we've talked about that all year. Just they need their bench players. You look at their losses earlier in this year. I mean, when they lost five of six in January, it was when they were missing Tyler Wall and then they were missing Max Klesman. Like you have one guy go down and then you can't win games. Like that's not okay. That's not okay for the Badgers. So like you said, Big things are going to have to come out of this NIT tournament. They're definitely going to have to win this first round against Bradley. I think if they win this first round against Bradley, they could roll. They could roll right to the NIT championship. It's always the first game because I think like the Big Ten tournament, it was Ohio State. If they would have beat Ohio State, I think they would have been right where Ohio State was. Beat Iowa, beat Michigan State, been against Purdue. It's always that first game that screws a team, especially when you look at even the big dance. You know, if there's teams that if they didn't lose that first game, they were probably going to go to the Sweet 16. They would have probably been in that Elite Eight Final Four. Same with this. You get past Bradley, you look good. You have that confidence back. They need to get that confidence back in themselves. And if they want to go far, they're going to have to win more than one game. You know, you can't go on this win a game, lose a game, win a game fucking streak that they've been going on. They, they That's what screwed them in the Big Ten tournament. If they had beat Purdue and lost to Minnesota, then they would have probably beat Ohio State because, you know, they're, they're one nothing one. That's what they do. That's what they've done since February. So you're going to have to be able to put two back-to-back efforts in in games, and that's where having home court – you hope you have home court advantage through this. 
they're a three seed. So if Liberty makes it out of that Villanova game, I I predict Villanova to beat Liberty. But if Liberty makes it out, you're going to go to Liberty unless if their gym is in use. And that's where you could potentially get another game at the Kohl Center, barring if it affects with, I think hockey is the only thing left. If it affects with the hockey, then it'll be, you know, have to go somewhere else. But other than that, you should have home court advantage. And that's where you win that first game. You might, you're going to get fans to come back to the Kohl Center. That's the thing. It's going to be a Saturday with tickets being as cheap as art. You're going to get fans back in the Kohl Center. That's what they need. So you got to get through this first one, and that'll be huge stepping stone. Agreed. So make sure you're watching the game tomorrow night, Badger fans. We know it's late, but hey, let's go. Let's support them. Honestly, I think even if the Badgers don't make it to the semifinals and finals, even though we want them to, who ho- who runs like the NIT? Is it someone separate from the NCAA board? Um, it's a different committee. They have a different selection committee. So NIT selection committee. I think you should fly me and Trage out to Vegas to cover the semifinals and finals. What do you think, Trage? Nah, come on. We can't be worse than anybody else you have out there. It's the NIT. Right? And it's the NIT. We're not asking for the we're not asking for the big tournament. We're asking for the NIT, the second rate. That's what we are. You want me to like bet my life away in Vegas while I'm there? No doubt. I'll do it. (laughs) All right, Badger fans, make sure you're watching. Let's get excited. Let's go in. Let's get a win, Badger fans. Deuces, Badger Nation. Thank you.